Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. This cool October morning. Yes. But it's going to be 75. Yes. It's not 75 right now. It's going to be a perfect fall day. The weather's just like perfect. stellar right now. And all the leaves stellar are starting weather. to pop color-wise. Yeah. It's starting to look right. I was driving around Bend yesterday. I had some errands to run and just colors everywhere. It looked yep. really beautiful. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to break into a Rolling Stones song right now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Which colors one? everywhere. Oh. She's like a rainbow, nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, sorry. I, 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 that's what I that's what popped into my head. So. Yeah. Not paint it black, yeah. but. No, she's like a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to paint it black today. So. We're off yeah, to a good be. start. <laughs> Let's start over, Chad. Well, good morning. We're live. <laughs> do you have one of those little sound effects or what? Do oh, work? boy. Uh, do we want to go there with no, sound we effects? We, we, so. d- we discovered our software allows us uh, sound effects. I wanted to see Brent twitch and a so little bit when he did it, but. Okay, well, so I think it's playing on the live stream, but it's not coming through the computer speakers right I don't, now. I don't well, really know that we're a sound effect. No, we're not a sound effect kind of kind of group. kind of people. Yeah. So. We're surely not. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to listen to this later to see if the sound effects actually went through. For sure. Yeah. How are you boys doing? Pretty good. Yeah. No yeah. complaints. Well, enjoying dandy. fall and just yeah, lots going on, lots uh, lots happening in the church, lots happening just I don't know. Been kind of cool to see a bunch of life happening. It is That's good. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on mm-hmm. for sure. We got our open house on Sunday. Hopefully, we get a bunch of people from uh, the 3R location heading down to the Lapine location. I think that would yeah. be, be a big encouragement for them. For the warming. We got center. a good turnout. Yeah. Go check out the building and see what's yep. going on. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's going to be free food, too. Yeah. They're going to be barbecue. You can't argue so. with that. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Yeah, don't so, don't do that again. I won't. We clap for the free food. We need so. to see if there's any cool ones on there. Now. I mean, well, we shouldn't probably not, not test now, it right maybe. now. Yeah. Not right now. So. <laughs> uh, so all this John Piper stuff has been funny. I, oh man, I saved a couple of these. That's my thing next week. What do you mean? Are you serious? serious? Yeah, I already told you that. <laughs> You're gonna Go talk about John Piper talking about coffee? Yeah, for a, yeah. for 45 minutes? No, I figured we do a mailbag. And I oh, okay. Well, it. I'll stop then. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. You already brought it up, so just go. Well, ahead the, and the, the, ba- the Baptist insurrectionist, leave your coffee and seashells outside, please, John Piper. <laughs> <laughs> and then and it's it's the church made from seashells, and John sitting in it. It's pretty <laughs> rad, dude. It's good stuff. And yeah, then there, I, was, there was another one this morning too. What if the real strange fire was the coffee we sipped in the sanctuary? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Just so you know, he made <laughs> a comment. His bed post. He made a comment basically about I don't know if John's just getting old or what's going on. Well, yeah, he's getting old. So you know, when you get older, you get more, a little more cantankerous, a little, loopy. A little more loopy. Although I don't, I don't think his tweet was cantankerous. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of like a grumpy old man thing, <laughs> but talking about bringing coffee into the sanctuary, like what we're just you know sip, sipping coffee and in, in the presence of God, this is an okay thing. It was just very. Very uh, unhedonistic. Yeah. Well, it was like, might, might, might we reconsider sipping coffee in the worship service? So, something like like it was a question, posed as a question. And then he quoted Hebrews. Yeah. Like, well, that right there should be your answer. <laughs> Hebrews he, what? Hebrews. I mean, right, huh? I don't remember. Uh, that we exactly. have come to a, a holy. Yeah, it was something about the holiness of God type of thing. Okay. Um, oh, I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. 
I don't know. I just very. Uh, it just seemed like you can drink coffee to the glory it of God. Seemed very <laughs> non-John okay. Piper. Huh? It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I jokingly said I think MacArthur might have hacked his computer. <laughs> we actually <laughs> had fun with that talking about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we did. I could picture them at a conference someplace, <laughs> and John left his computer on, and MacArthur just went in and like that. They were sharing a room at a conference. Yeah. And when John went to the bathroom, like. Or when Piper went to the bathroom, yeah, MacArthur slipped in and yeah, and then <laughs> snickered and like went right. back to his seat and pretty much, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a total John MacArthur thing. So Babylon B, if you're listening, go ahead and run, yeah, you run with that, that article you and just run. give credit where credit's due. Yeah, send, yeah. Us, send us a donation. I saw one this morning. The guy wasn't familiar with the guy's name, but basically he was talking about how, like in the black church, they don't have time for coffee because they're too busy dancing. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of like, it was kind of a long, like he was kind of serious. He wasn't joking. It was, but it was kind of a funny thing. Yeah. Like, like yeah, we're too, we're too busy praising and getting down at the Holy Ghost to have coffee. Yeah. You know, and take the risk of spilling it on our three-piece suits. And it was, yeah. How do you hold a coffee cup when you have a tambourine in each hand? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that might, that might have been a line. There was something about a tambourine. <laughs> That's more yeah. the charismatic church. How are you supposed yeah. to run around with a flag? Yeah. yeah. Or a flag. snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I put the snake down or do I? That's a, that's a good segue, David. Yeah. Oh, is it? Snakes. This is what we're doing today? Satan. Hey, what, yeah. what did you call this? Uh, we just called it, what is satanic? All right. So every time, obviously this time of the year, every single year, uh, the subject has to come up, and we have to address it a little bit. I don't know about you guys. I'm already seeing on all my Christian feeds um, that Satan day, Satan's day is coming, and it's satanic if you do anything on Halloween or participate in Halloween. and It just uh, makes me cringe a little bit. I, I get that there's some legitimacy there for certain people with certain backgrounds, but... Yeah, uh, the statements always bother me. I mean, the truth is, this this comes up just about every main no, every, main holiday. Totally, um, there's somebody that says that they they basically said this. Well, is a, a pagan origin, right? Yeah, pagan origin. Yeah, people do with Easter and Christmas. And yeah, so. Christians shouldn't shouldn't take part in it and so yeah. forth and so yeah. on. Yeah, so. yeah. Which it, this is kind of um, like most other holidays where it started pagan. I think originally it was a harvest thing, Celtic thing, right? It was it celebrated the end of the harvest, winter coming, you know, and then uh, and then some occult occultish satanic type people put their spin on it and started making it that the dead walked the earth that night and then the church came in and put their spin on it where it's all hallows eve or saints day and we're just going to commemorate you know people that have died and gone on and you know what i mean like it's yeah. been everywhere so it's like pick pick your definition of right how you want to approach this day but yeah we still have we still have christians that are like no this is this is where you meet satan as if you participate on this night. And so I thought we should speak to this yeah. a little bit. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, la, 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 la. Look at this, dude. We got to try to make sense of this. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't very responsible this week. So I had a bunch. <laughs> what, what do you got there, Brent? You want to run it? No, it's verses. You, you asked for, you asked for <laughs> verses. So what are, what are, I, I wrote down some verses. What are some of the things this time of year or having to do specifically with Halloween that people think are evil? Well, some some people just think the day is unredeemable, that it's evil. Yeah. But ghouls, ghosts, goblins, skeletons. So so scary, you know, scary images. Those kinds even. of things. Where do we get that from? I don't know. Scary or scary images from Satan? <laughs> I think maybe so. <laughs> you don't like being <laughs> the scared. Ones, though. The ones that scare me are. Yeah. I like uh, Bar the, the kids used to watch Barney, you know, and they had that song they used to sing on there. Uh, it's fun to be scared when you know it's not for real. Oh, yeah. I kind of grew up with that. Like when I would go, I'm one of those 
little tweaked out kids that when we'd go to the library, you know, in elementary school, everyone would, else would be getting the Wizard of Oz and stuff, and I'd be trying to grab a, a book with all the monsters in it so I could get a glimpse. <laughs> Thought it was fun. See, I enjoy seeing people get scared. I can watch. I can watch like the the Texas Bushman. Yeah. This is a dude that disguises himself as a bush, waits on the you know in a pot next on the sidewalk for people to walk by, and then scares the. The really? wits out of them, and they fall that over. That sounds and stuff. awesome. And he hides fan- in a bush. He is the bush. He's like in a ghillie suit, like or when I, what do you call those? Uh, yeah, he's like in a bush suit. And, and you like uh, that? And I can watch yeah. people get scared all day long. What if he's taking like years of people's lives off of their life? <laughs> well, I, do, that's, I don't. I don't want. I don't take it. That's that satanic. But when you talk about like evil, scary. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. What's evil scary, Brent? This is what <laughs> this is what we're trying to plumb the depths of so, right so now. So the Texas Bushman is not evil. Is that what you're saying? No, no, he's he's a good dude. He's a righteous dude. <laughs> My argument is always this: if if a if a image that's scary looking is like Satan owns that somehow, like we shouldn't let our kids like read the Bible. Like I I mean seriously, like the scariest some of the scariest stories, descriptions images that i've ever seen come from this book right here so i don't i don't know how that's something that's you know yeah i mean there are some symbols and some some things i mean i'm just thinking like ouija boards and you know, oh, yeah. pentagrams and yeah. things like that that are that are clearly associated with satan and yeah. and to me it's like i i would you know i steer clear of that kind of stuff agreed it's, right it's not uh yeah. but i want to think about you asked so there are the, direct connections sure that are made to satan worship yeah and those correct. are more obvious when you you asked the question what is satanic and I, I thought about that quite a bit and i i would basically not that you're asking it now but right, i'll right. answer it now um brent what know, is satanic <laughs> thank you now I feel at liberty. <laughs> uh, when you, if you would ask me what is godly, yeah. I, I would say, well, it, you know, anything to do with the characteristic of God, uh, his actions, his attributes, those sure. kinds of things. Yeah. So what is satanic? You would want to answer the same way, you know. Um, but Satanists are all over the map with this. Some people, some Satanists, people that you know are satanic, don't even acknowledge Satan as a real being. Yeah. It's more of a spirit or uh, like a not a spirit like a. I mean, they don't even believe in the supernatural necessarily, as far as like no, uh, like yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're atheists. Yeah, and for that's sure. a, that's a pretty weird thing. So even though so they people, just see it as the antithesis to people like us. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's like it's all over the map as far as what what satanic can be. As yeah, far as for how you sure. Define it. But biblically, you know, somebody who's you know, when I think of like the Book of Job and, and the way Satan came at you know um, Job and came before God, somebody who's against God and and who you know hates God, hates his people. Yeah. Uh, wants to see us all curse him to his face. I mean, that kind of thing. When you right. think about who Satan is, that's that's the right. kind of stuff that pops into my mind. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, people are quick to call things. You know, you look at kind of the evils of the world, and people are quick to say, "Oh, that's that's satanic." Yeah. Right. And maybe, or or maybe it's just the results of sin in the world. So that that's right? more of what I think I'm getting at um, is because it's Christians will very easily point at that day and say, "This is Satan's day. If you participate in this, then." you're basically like, that's like Satan worship, right? Yeah, right. And it's like, are you sure? Well, <laughs> if, if you're actually worshiping Satan on that day, yes. There you right. go. Yeah. There you go. Then yeah. it is. Yeah. And that's yeah. true of every other day, Christmas, yeah. Easter, all of them. Not just October 31st. No. Okay. Right. We can... We can wrap Has it anybody up. Read Romans <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We can, we can, we can go. Yeah. What are some of the things the Bible... There, there's, there's some lists in our Bible that are clearly lists of evils or mm-hmm. what we might qualify as uh, in other words satanic what are some of those things and why do we look at those maybe differently than we look at something like 
Halloween. Well, the, the one that came to my mind immediately when you asked that question was Proverbs 6, which is seven things the Lord hates. And um, it's kind of an interesting list because it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily describe something that's what we would think of as, you know, completely satanic per se. Mm-hmm. Um, it just says, you know, he hates like pride. He says haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil. That's, yes. you know, a false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among the brothers. Yeah. God calls those things evil. He hates them. Yes. And it's like, well, that... Those that, are satanic. They are satanic. And yep, you, we yeah. wouldn't think of those as satanic, nope. but but those things happen. And people, those are things that most Christians do every day, and they, and they don't even think they twice do. about it. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah. And God says, hey, if you want to Again, know, thank you for joining us. Let's, if you want, if you want yeah. to know what I hate, God gives us like a list of seven things that we totally. probably wouldn't even put in our top 10 or totally. 15. And this yeah. is everywhere, right? Like um, like the, the text I just had last Sunday that I got to preach on, the end of Matthew 15, that section, uh, out, of the, out of the heart come evil. So these yeah. are evil things. These are bad things. These are satanic. Um, Come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are things that are satanic that a lot of us fall into or participate in regularly. Um, Hopefully not, but (laughs) yeah, but they're, they're, they're so normal that we don't, we don't tend to look at these and go like, Oh my gosh. And these would be present in our lives. If this, if Satan himself was never even created. Correct. Right. Um, Or demons or whatever. I mean, for sure. The the problem we have as far as what comes, you know, our sinful nature and what comes out of our heart is a problem that we have regardless of what, what, you know, what he's doing. Yeah. So let's, let's just look at, let's Oh, go ahead, Chad. Like Romans one at the very end of Romans one. It talks about that since they did not, they meaning humanity, didn't see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Mm-hmm. Then he goes through this list. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, maliceness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness, the gossip, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient mm-hmm. to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's a brutal list it's a scathing yeah. indictment of just the evil of, of humanity me. right <laughs> yeah. the yeah. sinfulness of yeah. humanity yeah no that's hardcore yeah let's let's just go um because you can sit and argue all day and and the point of this is not so that we can win christians who might have a um a conscience against participating in something like halloween it's not to win them over right and say you're wrong and we're right so come to the dark side. Like, that's not what we're trying to do. But we do, like, there, are, there is a right thinking that Christians should have no matter where they fall on things like this, and there's a wrong thinking that Christians yeah. have. And so I just thought we would take some time to just try to unpack some principles of how to approach what we would call, like, liberties, like even some of them questionable liberties in certain people's mind, and, um, and what that actually is and how we should you know, interact with people that think differently than we do in those areas. So let's let's actually start at Matthew 15. Sorry. Again, like, I threw these guys a couple things that I didn't even hold to, so they're like, okay, you're already there? No, I went to, <laughs> I went ahead and went to the text. You okay. told us we you were going to you, you don't have to, you don't have to go there. Let's start at Matthew 15, since it's fresh on, on my brain, and I just got this text last week. We have this little parable that Jesus gives that says, uh, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. And then he goes on to explain it by saying, do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and, and it's expelled? And what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. Here's what we just read. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. 
but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anybody. What's the principle that is, com- what's he getting at? And how does that matter with the, with the way that we approach things and look at things as far as evil? I, I think sometimes we're quick to, to blame Satan for things that really are our fault, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we kind of let ourselves off the hook. Chad, you nailed it. Right, to say, yep. oh, it, it's, it's the devil. The yep. devil made me do it. Right? Something it's outside of me. Fault, Something, right? outside Something outside of me. Yep. Yep. When the problem is inside yep. of us. Right? Yep, totally agree. We, t- we tend to, to place the origin of evil or the temptation for evil as not something that originates here, but something that originates right. there, right? right. Um, therefore, we're not ultimately responsible for it. Yep. Like, the devil made me do it type of thing. So, yeah, I think that's absolutely what he's saying there. Yeah. And I think it's helpful for us to know um, that the problem's within us, um, you know, I, the... Uh, the love of money is the root of all evil is one example of this, right? Where a lot of people like to say like money, money is all kinds of evil, (laughs) but a lot of people will say money is the root of all evil, right? Right. (laughs) Which makes it, you know, money's the bad thing. And I, 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 I I might be contaminated by it because it's bad rather than the love of money, which means I'm the bad thing. Right. And the way that I approach that, use that. Right. And so it can be the same thing with a day. It can be the same. Like, you can literally, like, take that principle and um, you can share it with many scenarios of, of things that are outside of us. Sure. Where it's not those things that make us bad. It's us that's bad that actually can taint the way we use those things or right. approach those. Okay. I think we all know that. Uh, okay, Brent, where are you at? First Corinthians 8? <laughs> yeah, I am. This is the biggie. First Corinthians 8. You want to read it? Um, well, the, or how start, do you want to go through start it? Start with the first verse. Do it. Uh, now concerning food offered to idols. So this is the issue that they were dealing with. You've got... Um, this is actually satanic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so idolatry was rampant. They were, they were worshiping false gods in Corinth. Um, and, and there was a way for you to um, purchase the, the day-old meat. But it was, was even how over. they were doing it, right? So yeah. there were blood sacrifices yeah. happening yeah. to gods that aren't real. That's yeah. pretty satanic. And, and most of it happened with orgies and... Like, yeah, it was bad if you start getting into the details of these. Okay. Yeah, no, it was really gnarly. It was really um, gnarly. But yeah. there, there were leftovers, and they would they could sell these leftovers to people that could... Make money off them. Yeah, they could make more money yeah. off the meat that was left over with it, that was sacrificed, and then you could go in and get, like, discount meat. Yeah. And apparently there were some Christians that were saying, cool, cheap <laughs> yeah. meat. Cheap meat. And, yeah. uh, and, 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 and going in to buy it. And that didn't sit well with everybody because yeah. this is evil meat, and yes. you're, you're uh, partaking of something yes. that you shouldn't. So... Now, concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And I love the way it starts out with this. There's this knowledge. This You run into these people all the time. They think they know more than you. They think that they're on to something you're not on to. Right. They think they're actually superior in their thought, you know, of like, you, you don't see this as an evil day because you're not quite as, you know. Right as knowledgeable as I am. And, and, and if you only were as knowledgeable as I was here, right. you would get this too. Yeah. And then Paul's going to go on to basically refer to that person as the weaker brother. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is fascinating. Yes. So yes. I think, I think the opening with, uh, that we all have knowledge is, is speaking to both sides. So you do have the weaker brother. You do have the stronger brother yeah. in this scenario. The weaker one, like you said, is the one that limits himself. He, he puts a cap on things of right. things you can't do in Christ, right? That we would think it's the stronger one, right? But the, he, the but, but he's saying like we all have a different knowledge when it comes to this subject that I'm about to talk to. Some of you know, yeah, that there's no real God but the one. That's your knowledge, yeah. But he says the thing you need to be careful of is that you don't 
like get haughty against the other side. Right. And this doesn't have to do with holiness yeah. because again, the Bible calls us to holiness. We, we, we need to make sure that what we're, you know, that's what we're striving for. Yeah. Um, but, but again, what, what makes us holy and what makes us unholy and what defiles us and all that's where the, yeah. the questions come in. So sure. holiness is the goal for yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, pleasing God and doing what he wants us to do is the goal for all of us. For so sure. that, that's clear, but you want me to keep going? Yeah. Keep going. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. Mm. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence. Wait, can, can you read that again? <laughs> <laughs> an idol has no real existence, and that there is no God but one. Mm. For although they may be called, or so-called gods in heaven and earth, they're in, uh, as indeed there are many gods, and he puts that in yeah. in Lower case quotation marks. Uh, and many lords, same thing. Yet for us, there is one God, one Father, from whom all things or are all things, and um, from whom we exist, and one Lord Jesus, through whom we all exist, and through whom I can't read. So, so again, right there, style, yeah. but, right there, he's yeah. talking about a knowledge of what the Christians should hold. The Christians yeah. should have a knowledge sure. that there's only one true God. We know that by faith. We know who that is. He's bought us. He's purchased us. Like, there are no other gods. There's yeah. one, right? So, so that is one knowledge of people, mm-hmm. and it is the ideal knowledge. Of a Christian, right? But then he's going to go into the next. Somebody else read the. <laughs> the what what happened? Put, I don't know. I just couldn't put words together anymore. What kind yeah. of version do you have? <laughs> I think it's the ESV, but it sounds like right. speaking yeah. in tongues, man. Yeah. Chad, you want to take yeah. seven? Uh, however, not all possess this knowledge, mm. but some have a different knowledge. You through could former say. association with idols. Yep. Eat food as really offered to an idol, and know. their conscience, being weak, is defiled. That's a good place to stop. Yeah, that is a good place to stop. So this is basically what you said earlier: is it's only Satan worship if you intended to Satan worship? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and this is fascinating because it says his conscience being weak, and it doesn't mean like, man, you're weak. Right. You know, you you're, you're a pit- sissy. You pitiful yeah. sissy. Weak I mean, they're person. kind of a sissy. It's somebody who's not they're, they're <laughs> toward not, this thing. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. They're, they're strength. They're not strengthened in this area yet. And I can think of like uh, music was totally a perfect example totally. of this. When I became a Christian, I had a lot of music from the past yep. that took me right back to those those times and those places. Totally. And that that music was evil for me. Yep. I couldn't listen to it because of what it brought because up. Because of in what, you. It, what it brought back, what it yes. brought up, what it did. You know, all those things. It even all, almost said lure. Yes. Tried was trying to pull me back or something. Yes. And so I did for the longest time. I couldn't listen to the songs. And then one day, I remember like I heard one of those songs and it did nothing to me. Yep. It didn't matter. Yep. It didn't it, it had no power over me at all anymore? It wasn't a lure. Grown dull in the Lord. No, because of my, my because I'd grown <laughs> because you've grown strong in the Lord. In the Lord. Yeah. Transformed. Yes, and and this Imagine is that. this is I think what what I I think this is what he's really getting Total. at is that as Christians, as we grow in the Lord, as we grow the, the the pull of the world, the pull of the old things, they start to lose their temptation, they start to lose their lure, their power, which is what sanctification yes. really is. Yeah, we get brainwashed. And now it's kind of like I mean, this is a. Terrible example, maybe, but I think it's kind of funny. Um, Moody one time said that uh, he woke up um, and Satan was sitting at the foot of his bed. And he, he looked up at him and said, Not oh, today. it's just you. And he rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Satan. I'm probably getting that a little bit wrong. But it's, no, I, it's, I've heard that quote. It's, 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 it's pretty good. funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, oh, it's just you. Yeah. But I can think of a time where I gave Satan so much power, yes. so much credit, yes. so fearful of him and yes. what he could do. And again, he is... Nobody to be trifled yeah, with. I get with that, Satan. but because of where, who who God is to me now yes. and who Christ is in me now, yes. I, I don't have that. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, Halloween is like whatever. I mean, it's just a day. I don't it care. Is. I'm not 
you know, I'm not lured to towards, you know, Satan's side or his camp or something like that. But there are people who are. Yes. And this is where we have to be careful. Yeah. There are people that have those tendencies or have had the experiences in the background where they've dabbled in the occult. Yep. Right. They've dabbled in Ouija boards. They they've believed that things are really there, that there's a power that's really there that shouldn't be messed with. I remember um, one time during my bad drug years <laughs> when I was on a, a meth run with this gal. And um, she was a witch. She was a self-proclaimed witch. And she absolutely had her bag of tricks and her weird things and her stuff that she did. And, uh, and things that she said would happen would happen when she would do them. And I remember thinking that. Um, I'm, I'm even going to go to the witchcraft of, of drugs, pharmacia. Yeah. When I did drugs, I, I remember having my brain altered to dimensions and realities that I don't think they were supposed to be open to. I, I, I knew I was dabbling in something more than a fun experience. You know what I mean? Like there was a very spiritual reality to it. And so like we, uh, we, we do need to be mindful of those people that have, that have walked in those lifestyles and experienced those things that have been terrified and shaken by those right. things to, to be sensitive to them. Well, and again, if you've opened doors and windows to those you've things opened in doors the past, and windows, you don't want to do it again. Um, you you yeah. don't want to do it again. <clears throat> don't even want to come close. For sure. And I, and that's the other thing we have to be, you know, even when we started doing trunk or treat, that's part of what we're talking about. You know, as a church, yeah. it's controversial to do anything yes. to do with Halloween. We're, we're using it as an outreach to the community to try to reach people that yes. we wouldn't otherwise reach, do something fun and free yes. that people can come and just enjoy. No strings attached, which is kind of weird for churches to yes. do. But again, that you know, the argument is going to be you're, you're t- participating in something that's evil. Right. Well, we, we're sensitive to that. Yeah. It, it, we're going to look at the fruit of this. We're going we're right. to seek the Lord. And if we at any point, if any one of us started to see that the Lord showed us that what we were doing was evil or displeasing yeah. to him, what would we do? If anyone gets a Klingon. Yeah, we'd end it. Yeah. We, we would end it <laughs> in a minute. Now, <laughs> yeah. we, we've watched for it. We're, we're trying to be fruit inspectors in this regard yes. and look. Yes. So we, we're still, you know, again, this year, if it just goes awry and we realize that that was an evil event. For that sure. had a presence, that had a feeling, that just didn't seem for to sure. honor God, we'd kill it in a heartbeat. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's worth, it's worth mentioning, like, Romans 14 talks about, like, not stumbling <laughs> a brother. Are we going to go there later? Right now. All right. Well, I mean, we were going to finish this one. Yeah. Go ahead. We are going to go to Romans. 15. All right. Yeah. Um, but this talks like, about that too. Yeah. Well, they, they there, both there, have there's, the there's a difference. You know, we need to know what stumbling a brother yes. is. There, there's a difference between you know somebody being offended that something has happened versus leading somebody into sin. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. And, and so, like Romans 14 talks about not stumbling a brother, and what it means by that is not leading a brother into sin with your liberty. Yeah. Correct. Uh, it, it doesn't mean because you're offended, I can't do this thing anymore. Right? Yeah. So it's just yeah. It's weird. Well, I mean, again. Like, and if, if, are you with them, you know, doing this thing or, are you you know, right. you're, you know, at your own home in your room doing this thing? They don't even know about yeah, it. Exactly. It doesn't mean I know some people are offended by facial hair. I remember yeah. this is the, this is sorry, I looked at you, but we all have facial <laughs> hair, but you have the most. Uh, I remember that was a thing like in, in older generations that was that was offensive. Yeah. And so a Christian shouldn't have facial hair yeah. Yeah. or like, a well, tattoo. That, that's or a, you're not leading somebody into sin by having facial hair. That's right, exactly. that, you got a weird thing going right, the, on. The there Bible calls you if you're offended by something <laughs> like that, right. like you're the weaker brother. Yeah. Right. But alcohol would be another fantastic yes. example of there are people that their lives will be destroyed if they yes. drink again yes and so to be drinking openly in front of somebody that you know is you know struggles with right. that yeah that's not good we should is, is is mean it's not you're you're going to stumble your brother it's right. not it's not worth it so, so this goes if you're offended by that in the bible like just don't be offended stop yeah. being offended by that yeah. <laughs> yeah so this goes back to where he starts right he starts here by saying can Concerning food offered to idols, we know that all possess knowledge, both sides, the weaker brother yeah. and the stronger brother. Yeah. This knowledge 
puffs up, but love builds up. That's what he's doing with that. Yeah. With starting with that statement is saying, I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through this and then we're going to end up here at what, how love builds up at knowledge puffs up if you're not right. careful with it. And then of course, like what you're saying, Chad, like, um, the main thing being that we're, we're extremely careful to guard and protect our brother or sister in right. Christ over our freedoms or our liberties. He goes there, verse 9, yeah. take care that this right, so so there is a right that we have as Christians to eat that meat in that market, right? Um, that this right does not somehow become a stumbling block yep. to the one who thinks he doesn't have a right to do it, right? And so that this is this is what matters most. Yeah. I love that ver- yeah. verse eight. We skipped over it. I want to. Yeah, it, I skipped it, it. Sorry. It's okay. It says food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do eat it. No better off if we so, do. So Matthew 15, that thing <laughs> outside of you itself yeah. right. does not keep you from God no. right. or make you more godly. No. Okay. No, that's all these things that we're talking about. Yes. It, it, it's not like we're going to be in a better spot with exactly. God if we do them or don't do yeah, them. Exactly. We're in a good spot with God. Exactly. But, but again, what do they do to the people around us? Uh, what are they doing to our walk? That's where we have to look at the yeah. fruit. Yeah. So, so participating in a day does not, yeah. you know, better off, no worse off, doesn't commend you to God. Uh, stop being offended. And, you know, if you have a conviction, that's fine. But, yeah. But, yeah. but stop being offended yeah. Uh, yeah. by it and, and, you know, trust that everybody's doing what they're doing, you know, to, to the glory of God. Well, we've had we've had definitely had people that aren't going to participate in trunk or treat. They, 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 to them, that's that would violate their conscience. Yeah. They don't yes. want to do it. And that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. Totally okay. Well, I think that's part of why I wanted to talk about this again today and why we probably need to do it every year is yep. because the ch- this is something the church does, and we want to make sure that we're all on the same page with how we're each approaching what the church does with drunk or treat, right? Like we want to give, and we'll speak to each person and maybe each camp um, at the end. We'll come back around to that. But let's hit the other very similar. Did you want to hit something else here before I turn? I've got something in Colossians, but I can wait. No, go ahead. Well, he basically in in Colossians 2, 16 says, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food or drink. And with regards to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath, uh, these are shadows of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Hmm. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and the worship of angels, going into detail about visions, puffed up without reason uh, by a sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head. Um, speaking of Jesus, and, and it goes on and it says, if with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, mm. why as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to the regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they are used according to human uh, precepts and, and teachings. Mm. Uh, these all have an appearance of wisdom, but, but there's, there's, there, you know, there's, there's no value in them as far as stopping the indulgence of the flesh, the real yes. problem that we have. And that's, the, that's I guess, the, the heart of what you're talking about is these things outside of us aren't really the issue. No, um, right. What's inside of us is the issue. That's why I started with Matthew. And so all these rules that we, that we put in place and yes. all these things aren't necessarily going to you know, help us. It's kind of like the Pharisees right. building these fences around the law. Right. The same idea. It's probably not going to really solve the issue. And the weird thing is creating, as a Christian— as, as someone who has the Spirit of God indwelling in you, you've been liberated from so much. Right. It's almost backhanded to the gospel and the work of Christ to start creating limits and imposing limits on right. yourself and the people around you when, when the gospel has liberated you. Yeah, Not to good. sin, but no. has liberated you to a different kind of thinking. Right. Than, than the way that you used to have to think about yep. these things. Right. Yeah. It, it, this is, a, again, kind of weird, but I, I love that the, the Matrix, the movie. Uh, there was this point in the movie where, where Neo, um, all of a sudden, the, 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 the reality around him, you know, just didn't matter anymore. He, Did you he see was the new his, one, by the way? 
Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. But anyway, there was this freedom. <laughs> there was this freedom that took place Continue. all of a sudden. I, for the Christian, I guess I, I'm not uh, – maybe I'll just drop that parallel. But for the Christian <laughs> – <laughs> The Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> for the Christian, there's this, there's this freedom that happens when you recognize who Christ is and what he's done for you. Yeah. And that these things like, – like you're almost immune to – to a lot of the stuff that yes. you're, that you weren't before. Yes. Um, and that's what redemption is all about. This, yes. this, that Christ has set us free from these things and yes. we can actually walk in newness of life yes. and not be, not be freaked out or bothered by a lot yes. of these things. It doesn't mean right. we, we embrace sin or, or dive ahead first into sin. That's not all I'm saying. Um, but there's this, this new found freedom that we have yes. as redeemed Christians. Well, we start looking at things right in a way that we never were able to Correct. look at things. And, and it's, again, it's the work of Christ in us. And that's what I was getting at. Like you don't, you don't see all this, the, this, the evil <clears throat> stuff in the world anymore. You, you like you're looking through the, you know, yes. where, where Neo can all of a sudden see what's real. Yes. And now we, we we're basically yes. seeing who God is and what He's done and what our future is. Yeah. We have this hope now, and this other yes. stuff just doesn't. Even with the political realm and stuff, people get so freaked out. Totally. Right now, World War Three is about to happen apparently. And I, again, you're going to watch all these Christians. The ground around them is going to crumble. Yep. Neuralink, and, and they're not going to have Mark any, of the Beast. Yeah, there's so yeah. many things. Yeah. And it's again, it's just like whatever. Right. You know, I yeah. know you know, who, who I believed in. And yes. I know that he's faithful yes. and that he's coming. And it's like, this stuff doesn't matter. And yeah. what's crazy yeah. is the one who has been liberated in their mind towards these things through the gospel are going to look like the immature right. or weak Christian right. naive to the ones who are more religiously minded. Yeah. That no, we, we need to keep these rules because if you, st- if you go on the other side of this fence, there's a, there's a dog over there that's going to get you. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And so, it, it actually looks backwards from what the Bible says the strong Christian looks right. like or the mature one and the immature or the weak Christian looks like. And yeah. again, that's not a hit. The weak, it just means that there's areas that we have not yet been liberated. Oh, the stuff I used over. to get so twisted up yeah, about. Yeah, totally, dude. I, I mean, even when I was when we had young kids and stuff, we used to get so worked up about so many things. Yes. And it was just, I mean, man, talk about taking all the joy out of right out of out of, out of being a Christian. Yeah, and we specialized yeah. in that. That's like, I mean, let's the, just make everything miserable and dangerous and no fun sure. and like, and it was terrible. And, yeah. and if you think about it, that's what's run so many people when they say they grew up in the church, but they no Correct. longer subscribe to Christianity. That's the number one thing that's run them off. Yeah, is all the rules that they know aren't biblical, like right. that that were imposed by the church or the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, on them, but like had no business being there. It just made it look like you have to be miserable to follow Christ. Right. So like you guys have fun with that, right? <laughs> you know? yep. So well, yeah. I think the kind of this line of thinking that that's where we get the T-shirt, um, you know, obey God and defy tyrants. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like we've got to take up God's fight for Him because it's not going well down here, and so you know, it's just what, what a miserable you know Christian life. If, right. if your whole thing is just you know to fight the evil in the world, we've got somebody that's already done that for us, and someone who uh, knows all things, sees yeah. all things, controls all things, is redeeming all things, yeah. and, and whose plan will not fail, and who's all yeah, right? who's already triumphed right over the and he, tyranny, and he yeah, has given us evil. something to do, and it's not running a knife through the head of tyrants, right? It's to preach the gospel to exactly. everybody, and again, yeah. there's a joy in this, there's a freedom in this as yeah. Christians, yeah, yield the other sword, yeah. yeah, you know, there's a real answer there, yeah, and there's a real hope there. And trying to, to like, I don't know, redeem the, the world the way it is right now is a, I mean, what, what are we spending yep. our time doing? Yeah. Preach the gospel totally. and let it have its effect. Right. Exactly. Well, let's, let's hit this concept home a little more. Romans 14. Um, we'll read some of that. This, this one I thought we'd go to because it does actually speak of specific days, not in the same context of what we're speaking right. of Halloween right now. And at the yeah. same time, there is a principle 
in esteeming days above or below another. That's worth looking at. As for the one who is weak in faith, there's that word again. So you've got basically a, a more mature and a less mature, yeah. right, in, in the church. Uh, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. So we shouldn't be sitting around and just fighting and bickering and, like, getting mad at each other over something like Halloween. Right. Correct. Like, we, we, we shouldn't do that. One person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables. This There's the limit again. Well, and this is significant, too, because who's the one that only eats vegetables? The weak person. Yeah. The weak one. I, the one I, who's I putting the limits. Person, if that's the, the test. Yes. I'm not weak, and I'm the strongest person in the world, sorry. if that's the test. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's David. right, Chad. Let not the one who eats basically anything despise the one who abstains or puts limits on themselves with what they can eat, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment so don't look at me and say, that's a bad Christian over there because he does whatever he wants, on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. This is the key. And this is obviously what you guys have already spoken to. Like, it, we're not going to be any better off or worse off because God has already welcomed us. Right. Right. Whether we eat everything or not. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, that being God in this context, and he will be upheld. For the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. And this is, I guess if I was to try to make a Halloween correlation, like, I know that Satan doesn't have a day. <laughs> right. I know that every day, this is my, my own conscience or my own level of faith or whatever you want to call it that testifies that this is true. Every day is God's. I don't care which day, what the day it is, what time of the day it is. I don't care if it's night. Like, God owns everything to me. Well, and we do, we, do, yeah. we do the same thing with a good day. So something like the Sabbath, yeah. th this is another thing where uh -huh. you'll say, you know what, you're not keeping the Sabbath. Yes. So you're not pleasing God. Yes. And and he's saying, no, one one person might want to keep that day and another totally. person might not. And yeah. It's okay. Totally. Yep. It's totally okay. Again, maybe not beneficial. Right. Maybe not the best thing you can be doing as a Christian. Maybe right. more fruit would come out of something than, than not. Yeah. But again, as far as where it puts us Well, Paul, Paul will go God, into that too, right, mm -hmm. in First Corinthians where he says all things are lawful or you know mm -hmm. profitable but not all of them are good or right. beneficial or, or yeah. helpful right so uh he says one person esteems one day is better than another while another esteems all days alike this is key each one should be fully convinced in his own mind yep okay um you guys want to speak to that at all You're just convinced in your own mind not you being convinced in my mind <laughs> there's a difference there so not me imposing right. what <laughs> right. you should or shouldn't think right. or how you should feel about something Right. I mean, you know, I have convictions that maybe you guys don't have and vice versa. And, you know, there, there's, you know, we, we have our convictions and that's okay. Yes. Um, leave it, leave it there. Yeah. So like yeah. where we go ahead. Brent. No, not, you go ahead. I was just gonna say like, where, so where we started, the goal of this is not to say that the way that we view Halloween or chunk or treat or whatever is to like write and you need to get on board with that. That's not the goal, mostly because of this verse. Like we all, yeah. We all have the level of faith. Our conscience is where it's at right now in the Lord for a reason. And so we want to make sure that people are safe and that it's okay for them to be established in that which God's given them towards these things. Mm -hmm. um, but we do also want everyone to be mindful of how broad this is so that there's not any stupid quarreling and right. there's not any bad judgment being passed. So typically in the church, when it comes to something like Halloween, there's like three different camps. There's like those who are like, oh, this is satanic. Straight up, 
if you participate in it at all, <laughs> you know, if you leave the house that night, like you're worshiping Satan. And then there's those who don't think it's good or profitable, so they have nothing to do with it, but at the same time, they don't necessarily think that it's right. this horrible. Yeah. And then there's those Christians who like full on participate in it. Some people will decorate their houses and stuff. Well, play music all the time. <laughs> who, mm-hmm. who does that? Put a right? ringtone on their phone. <laughs> those people. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. There's people that are that'll go all in because they're the stronger brother. No, I'm just <laughs> How would you encourage if if you if you had one person from each camp in front of you in Christ, how would you encourage or speak to each person regarding Halloween? Do what you do to the glory of God and stop bugging people about it. Which could mean don't <laughs> whatever it is, whichever camp yeah. you're in. Do what you don't do or abstain from yeah. to the glory of God too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't don't impose it necessarily on on somebody else. Yeah. Um, be convinced in your mind that this is what God would have you do, and then, but also just be willing to, to examine the fruit that comes from it. And that's I think sure. something. You know, we just had last year we did the, an Easter celebration here at the church, and and it got overly Easter bunny ish and overly <laughs> overly eggy. Did it freak you out, Brent? For, for me, um, and and I think probably for you guys too. There was a point where we just kind of went, okay, wait a second. This is about the risen Christ, the resurrection. And it felt a little, if a little dirty, yeah. at some point. So you know, we looked at the fruit of it. Do we we want to do something still? Absolutely. Do we want yeah. to celebrate the resurrection? Yeah. Let's focus more on that, maybe, right. so that we still have fun. The kids are still doing something fun, but maybe not make it so what the world does. So with you don't Easter. need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but you can right. always find Correct. ways to better glorify God and what you're. Yeah, yeah, Christmas would be the same thing. Like if we had if we had Santa waiting after we finished preaching our Christmas service that morning, waiting yeah. in the in the fellowship hall for the kids to come in, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you'd be kind of contradicting or taking the focus off of the main event for sure. And and we don't want to do that. And so so we're always learning. So I would just say, you know, as a Christian, you're always learning. You're always seeking God. Watch the fruit. If good fruit's coming out of it, enjoy it to the glory of God. If bad fruit's coming out of it, make some adjustments. For sure. You know? Yeah. For sure. And I think as we approach these things too, that like if we have a redemptive mindset, you know, in these things that like, okay, maybe there's an, an, an emphasis on Halloween of, you know, evil things, but but as Christians, like we we believe in a God that redeems things. Well, we have right? been redeemed by we evil have things. Been redeemed, and right? then yes, right. the redeem go ahead. Right. And, and so as we Perfect. approach these things, we can we can look at it with a redemptive yes. mindset. Yes. Um, you know, in, in how we, you know, participate or don't participate yes. in whatever it is. How well, the, and, the so the Christian can actually recover some things. Yes. Or, or yeah. redeem that's the cool that's some the things. cool thing, isn't yeah. it? So things that were once um Satan's, let's say, yeah. are now opportunities for the Christian with the gospel. Right. Yeah. Okay. And this is really this is really our mind and our thought towards trunk or treat and doing it here at the church every year and having people from the church participate in it is we actually see it as something that's redeemable, that's an yeah. opportunity mm-hmm. because there's there's nothing Absolutely. that condemns us with God <laughs> with participating in it. We know that. So, oh, it's now it's this is now we're now on the offense, right? Satan's day. We can actually go in and we can actually try to um, make connecting points and, and have gospel opportunities that we wouldn't have if we sat at home with our doors locked and our lights off. Right. Yep. Okay. Which is which is my preference, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what, are you, what are you wearing this year, Brent? Would it be a fluorescent vest with reflectors? See, I'm one of these people that I, I have an appearance of, of godliness because I just hate Halloween. <laughs> That's just my natural thing, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to dress up. I don't really don't like candy that You're much. You're a Halloween screw. I certainly don't like people coming to my door uh, unannounced. <laughs> awesome. so, well, you don't have to worry about that. To me, it's the worst holiday in the world. Here. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but my, my all my my problems with it aren't aren't to do with scripture. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just my weird personality. Yeah. So. <laughs> just to let people know again, like what our thought is on why we we do this and where it came from is it was um, when you know the years that we've planted the church, we've always looked into the community that the church is at, and said where the where the gaps, where the holes in the community. So not just in the church, but in the people living around us. Like, is there anything the church can do to mm-hmm. fill gaps? And of course, there's limits with that. <laughs> there's things we'll never right. open like a pot shop or something probably, but... Um, probably. Yeah. No, that was, <laughs> so that you're was saying it. there's a chance. <laughs> but we're, we're out here where houses <laughs> are far chance. apart, the roads are dirt, there's no street lights. Like, like, people have to travel distances with their kids so that their kids can can trick-or-treat and so we just one time thought like wow this is a pretty cool little facility is a great parking lot for something like this like what if we go ahead and fill that hole for the community just because we can right yeah right and and then there's gospel opportunity that can come out of that mindset so that's that's where it came from it's not that we like halloween more than any other holiday it's that we saw a hole in the community and an opportunity to bless the people that live around us so, well, and again, yeah. when you when you're seeing, I mean, it seems like you know four or five hundred people come through. We're seeing a lot of people. There's um, people coming from Ben now. Yeah, that's where we used to have to go. Yeah, to trick or treat. They're coming yeah. here. Yeah, um, and it's all free. It's all free. And and it's a church, you know. And they're walking around in our church. They're actually making themselves at home. Uh, we're hoping that this will, uh, you know, we'll be able to connect the dots to to them meeting Jesus. That's the whole point of it. Yes. But it is if we're known in this community as a generous, um, accepting yes. church, you know, to to non-believers. The, the point is to, to meet, you know, more believers. You know, yeah. that, that's it. So and we're showing them that yeah. Satan isn't real. No, I'm well, just kidding. So, so hopefully. Maybe, maybe yeah. we're, so we're not re- redeeming out. the day. Redeeming it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the things I just love about what God is doing in us is that, you know, uh, he's, he's literally made us a new creation. Yes. We get to walk in newness of life. We get to grow in this thing. Yes. And this redemption, this, this freedom in Christ we have is a, is a real thing. Yeah. Where we get to enjoy things to the glory of God. Yes. And not be, um, you know, just knocked over like, I don't know. I, I'm just, it's neat when you got, you start to just grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And, and the, the things that used to knock you over don't anymore. I think this is yeah. one of the most amazing things about this and what we've talked about today is just to, to connect that dot for maybe people that like, like the gospel didn't just save us and forgive us from our sins. It also brought newness mm-hmm. with it, right? It's installed, um, it's installed like heavenly realities that we were void of, right? And, and that works itself out when we start to look and interpret things around us differently, everything right. through the lens of gospel, everything through the lens of the victory of Christ, like you were talking about, the, the, the triumph of Christ already over Satan, sin, and darkness, right? Yep. And, um, it, and it's neat when you start getting more and more free as you grow in Christ and the years go right. on. It's, it's not the opposite, that it's like, oh my gosh, I need to start worrying about myself. It's, it's actually like, oh, like this is his sanctifying work in my heart and on my mind towards that, which is a reality and that, which is around me. So, right. Yeah. We're um, no longer a slave to sin. We're no longer a slave. And, to and, sin. and the longer yeah. you walk, and we're no God. longer a slave to fear Yeah, right. either. Yeah. Right. right. This is kind of a big one. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to look for Satan behind every walk rock or think that he owns things he doesn't own. Like we know the one who's already conquered him. Yeah. Right. There's nothing he can do to us yeah. So, yeah. or take from us. Well, I even, yeah. I even think about like, okay, if you're going to, you know, boycott something like Halloween, like, like where, where do you draw the line? For sure. Right. The Bible tells us that we're in the world and, and not of it. Like God knows that we're in, you know, a, a wicked and depraved generation here. 
and, and we can't just, you know, bubble up, you know, lock our doors and live in a bubble and not participate in anything in the world. Oh, like we we're, we're here. Well, we can't, people do, <laughs> we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, agree, agree. <laughs> right. But, but we're here, um, you know, to, to help in God's plan of redemption yeah, for the right. world so that we can shine the light of the gospel Completely. in the midst of an evil and wicked generation. Completely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> you guys got anything else that you would want to add or close with on that note? All right. I got nothing. Well, this is coming up in a few weeks, and we are doing Trunk or Treat again. So if you call the door your home and your conscience allows you to, we would love to have you um, jump in on the opportunity to meet some people in your community, possibly yeah. share the gospel and uh, yeah, to, you know, make some kids happy. Yeah. So Amen. cool. All right. When do you pray then? Let's go eat. <laughs> Father, we're, we're grateful for redemption. We're grateful that um, you have uh, freed us from, mm-hmm. from the bondage that we were um, in before uh, bondage to sin and, and, um, and really without hope. And thank you for Christ um, freeing us from uh, the penalty of sin, the, the power of sin and eventually the very presence of sin, Lord. We look forward to that day. We pray, Lord, that you would um, give us wisdom as we try to navigate through these things because we want to ultimately please you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we pray that this event would be blessed by you and that we would reach many people in the community, that we would actually see souls saved because of it. Um, so, Lord, thank you again for um, Christ and for all that he is to us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.